And uh, I'm sure uh, all of you uh, at some point work. Uh, uh, in fact, I- I'm fairly confident that next week uh, probably all of you will be doing some work, whether it's paid or unpaid. And I want to talk about that today and just uh, really just to bring some encouragement about uh, working. Uh, the, the passage, I'll read it a bit later. Um, but we all have different uh, attitudes and understanding of work. Um, I've got a few quotes here, uh, which may resonate with some of you. Uh, somebody said that, Personally, I have nothing against work, particularly when performed quietly and unobtrusively by someone else. I thought that's not bad. This is uh, Ronald Reagan. Uh, he said this, uh, you've probably heard this as quite a uh, uh, well-known one, it's true that hard work never killed anybody, but I figure, why take the chance? <laughs> and, uh, and this one, which I like, the brain is an amazing organ. It starts working when you get up and doesn't stop until you reach the office. LAUGHTER uh, Hopefully that isn't what your view of work is, uh, because work is actually a great thing, and I want to talk today about that, um, and uh, just to just to really encourage us in our places of work, whether, as I say, it's uh, uh, paid work, which is most of us, or unpaid uh, in the house uh, or, or whatever, and uh, and to see actually a real a real uh, value. Uh, and the way that the Bible looks at it. And so we're going to do a little bit of a Bible study today, uh, initially, and then we're going to talk a little bit about work. But I'm going to start with the passage in Colossians. So if you turn to Colossians chapter 3. Um, I should have had it ready, but I didn't. And we're going to read a few verses from chapter 3, verse 22. It says, Slaves, that may resonate with some of you regarding your work, (laughs) obey your earthly masters in everything. And do it not only with their eyes on you to win their favour, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for his wrong, and there is no favoritism. Masters, provide for your slaves what is right and fair, because you know that you also have a master in heaven. So, very simply, uh, I'm going to sort of expand on that a bit on these verses, but I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the value of work. Before I do that, I just, I just felt as uh, in the worship time, Jamie said something to me uh, as we were praying upstairs, and I just feel to, to bring that initially. Uh, it's not what I, had, I hadn't had this in the notes, but um, who knows that actually it's what we believe actually determines how we behave. Yes, sorry, but also false promise as well. Okay, excellent. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Um, yes, yeah, so who, who knows that what we believe will determine how we behave? Yeah? 
And what we believe about ourselves and what we believe about our workplaces will determine how we behave in them. And Jamie said something to me upstairs which really uh, made me think, and, it, and, uh, and it's what God said to Abraham. And God said to Abraham, I will bless you, and you will be a blessing. I will bless you, and you will be a blessing. Now I ask you, do you believe that as far as your workplaces are concerned? Do you believe that God has blessed you? This morning we were in worship, and, and there was a, a word brought about the blessing of God flowing down. I think Rochelle brought it. And I just really sense that. God's blessing. And I actually sense that in the, as we were praying upstairs. This, this flowing of down of, of the blessing of God. His love for us. His declaring good things over us. His saying that he's for us. And, uh, and we're just being in his presence. That, we've been blessed this morning. Amen. And that means that because we have been blessed, we will be a blessing. That was the promise to Abraham, our father. And therefore, when we go to work on Monday morning, whether it be at school, or in the house, or uh, somewhere else in, in London, or wherever it is, you will be a blessing to that place. Amen. And I believe God wants us to really get hold of this this morning, to, to believe that for yourself. That when I step through the door of my workplace, I am bringing a blessing to that place. And I am going to be a blessing to my work colleagues, my business, uh, and, and whatever you're involved with. And I just feel that actually we need to get that into ourselves. Because as we, as we believe that, so more and more that will come out of us. If we go in believing, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm nothing in this place. Uh, I'm you know, just a small cog in this big wheel and I have no real impact on it. Then actually we probably won't have a great impact. But if we believe what the Bible says about us, that we've been blessed by God then when you go into your work this morning, you will go in carrying something. You will go carrying a blessing for those around you. And uh, we may not we not be able to say, oh, well, the, the blessing I brought today was this. Just you being there will be a blessing. And, uh, and just to know that you carry something because of what Jesus has put into you, and that will affect your workplace. Amen. And, uh, and, it's, and it's something to, to really get down deep inside us because uh, we can often feel that, okay, I can, I can bless somebody in the church. I may be able to bless somebody in my family. But do you know what? My workplace, my school, my college, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm, you know, I just sit around, do my job and go home. We're much, much more than that. God has made us into amazing people. Mm-hmm. He has blessed us. And you will be a blessing this week. You will be a blessing this week. Let that truth sit in your heart. I believe God wants us to just get hold of that. I just see, Pam, you are such a blessing to the NHS. And all that you do there is a blessing. I really feel God wants you to know that. Um, and Tunde, I had you as well. You are such a blessing to your workplace. I just really felt God say, you know, you need to know, you so bless that place. And, uh, you know, just to be encouraged. Actually, that's all of us, yeah? yeah. We, we, we carry something. Okay, that wasn't what I was going to say. Um, but anyway, thank you, Jamie, for bringing that to me this morning. Just uh, felt that's what God wanted to say. Now, um, how we view work, though, is really important. Um, we may view it as something to be endured 
something that we have to do, something that we do just to get money, uh, to provide for our uh, families so that we can enjoy the weekends, that we can have some food. And, and it's just something to, to do. We just have to do. Um, it might be, you know, I'm just, just going to endure my school because I have to get exams. Um, and uh, I just, you know, I just need to do that. I don't enjoy it. It's not fun. I don't want to really be there. But, you know, I've got to do this. And, and that may be our, our, our view of work. Um, and uh, but the fact is, of course, work c- covers a significant amount of our life. Uh, it, it's far more than the time we spend at church. Uh, at least as much time we spend with our family, if not more. And so it is a huge part of who we are and what we do. And so it's important that we get God's perspective on our working time. Um, Now you might think, oh, in a perfect world, if the world was perfect, we wouldn't have to work. Uh, Well, let let me just uh, tell you that's not the case, unfortunately. You might think, oh dear, don't tell me that. Um, But going back to the start, when God made the world... Uh, it was perfect and Adam and Eve were in the garden and he said this to them in Genesis 2 and verse 15 he said uh, the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to keep it well that blows my theory in a perfect world there was work Um, but what that tells us is this we were made to work And it does us good. And the reason we know that for absolute certainty is because God works. Genesis 2, 2 and 3. This is what it says about God. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, He rested from all the work of creating that he had done. God is a worker. He works. We are made in his image, therefore we are workers. We are designed and we are built to be people who work. Um, And it's not a bad thing, it's a good thing, it's what we are, it's how we've been made. It's how we're wired. We've been made in the image of God. He works, and therefore we naturally work. In fact, if we don't work and we never work, and we're actually going against the way we are made. We are working against how we function. But he didn't just work in creation. The Bible clearly makes it clear that God is still at work. So John 5 verse 17 says, Jesus said to them, my father is always at his work to this very day. And I too am working. Jesus came and he worked on this earth. He was tireless in what he did. And he tells us that God is at work. He is still working today. God is working now. He isn't uh, just sitting back and doing nothing. Now having said that, uh, clearly in the Genesis passage uh, passage that we read, God honours and loves rest. That's a vital part of who we are and how he's made us to be. So resting is also a good thing. It's really important that we get that balance. We can't, we're not designed to work 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That's not how we were made. 
God blessed the seventh day and made it holy and said, that's when you rest. Now, how we interpret that today is, is perhaps less uh, strict, but nevertheless, we need our rest times. And so God blesses rest as he blesses work. And in uh, John 4, verse 34, just one more thing, it says, My food, says Jesus, is to do the will of who sent me and to finish his work. So that work then is not something simply to be tolerated, uh, but it's something to be honoured because it's what God does and it's what we do because of who we are. And, and because of that, when we go to work, and this is important for us to realise, is that we are doing something that is godly. We're called to be like God. We're called to behave like him. Where the Bible encourages us to be godly. Work is what God does. We become like God because he works. So therefore when you're in your office tomorrow or at your kitchen sink or at school and you are working away, you are being godly. God honours that. He loves it because he's doing what he's made you to do. And so it's not just an an ordinary thing that is just ignored. No, it's part of being godly is what you're doing. And uh, and to recognise that actually God is pleased when we do what we're called to do. Okay. Now, one other thing which is really important about work, and this may be a challenge to some of us, is that God actually wants us to draw great satisfaction from our work. In Genesis chapter 1, whenever uh, we go through the, the, the process of creation, and, uh, and God says, you know, he, made, he makes the sun, moon, stars, and so on and so forth, and then at the end of each day, he says, God looked at it and saw that it was good. Amen. He looked at it and thought, yeah, I, I, that's good. I like that. I mean, I'm pleased with what I've done. And then, of course, when he made man at the, on the sixth day, he said, well, that's very good. I've done well there. Uh, God was taking satisfaction in his work. He was enjoying what he was doing. He looked at it and thought, wow, that's good. And God does that all the time. His work, he takes satisfaction from it. There's pleasure. There's good things in what he does. That's the reason he does it. He gets joy and satisfaction from it. And therefore, that's what we, as his followers, as people who are like him, can expect and can have for ourselves. That's what he intends for us. In fact, in Ecclesiastes, uh, verses, uh, chapter 3, verse 12 and 13, it says this, I know there is nothing better for men than to be happy and do good while they live, that everyone may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all his work. This is the gift from God. And so the writer to the Ecclesiastes recognised that actually work was a good thing, we are to be satisfied and get enjoyment from it, and this is what God's gift to us is. Now, that may face challenges to some people who are struggling at the moment with their work, and I really want to bring, uh, I'm going to talk about it a bit later, to actually some encouragement, and, but I think if we get this, actually this is what God wants for us, to, ha- to enjoy our work, to find satisfaction in it, to come home after a hard day's work and get some pleasure out of the fact that we've done a good day's work. That is what God intends for us. That's what God does. That's what the promise of Ecclesiastes is and that's what we can hope for and expect. And if that's not the case, then 
we can ask God and we can say, God, what needs to change so that we can have this? Because I believe it is the right for every believer to have this. This is what God has for us. And this is irrelevant to the work you do. It's really important that, you know, we can think, ah, oh, someone who, who is a brain surgeon, who, uh, you know, who, who, who operates and saves a life. Yeah, I can understand them getting satisfaction, but I just, I just clean something each day. How, how can that be valuable? How can that be good? And, and, and the Bible doesn't ever distinguish between the types of work. It never says, oh, this, this is good, uh, this is, you know, you know, this will to- you know, we'll tolerate this. No, all God is talking about is work. He's not saying some work is better than others. If it's, as long as it's not illegal, uh, the work you're doing, you know, whatever that might be, it's all honoured. Um, and so God isn't so bothered about what we do, he's mo- much more about how we do it. And, uh, and the, the passage that we're talking about is if we do it unto God, then it is a blessed thing. It's a wonderful thing. And God is pleased. And whether it's a, an amazing thing that changes the, the, the course of history because you've discovered something or you've saved a life or if you've simply done the cleaning of your kitchen well, God is equally pleased with that. There is no distinction because we're doing work that God has called us to do. The other thing that, that is important to know about work, and, and this is, this is a something that, that, that uh, uh, is, a, is true of God, but also true of us. In Psalm 19, verse 1, it says, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. The work that God does brings him glory and praise. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. This is what he's done. And, and we look up at the sky at night, and I, I know many do this, and it's just amazing, isn't it? And glory comes to God. Actually, that is what our work will also do. Okay? Because in Corinthians 1, 1 Corinthians 10, verse 31, it says, So whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So our work, whatever we're doing, whatever our activity is, is for the glory of God. And therefore we carry something amazing in our workplaces. That we are there to be able to give glory and praise to God. And you think, how can I do that? Well, actually, just by doing your job well, that will be the result. That's all God asks for us, is to do our job well. And and this is what the passages in uh, Colossians is about. So, going back to that in uh, Colossians 3 verse... 22. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything. And do it not only with their eyes on you to win their favour, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work with all your heart as working for the Lord and not men. Since you know that you will receive inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. What Paul is getting at here is simply that actually as, as Christians, as God's people, we are called to be uh, people who just do a good job. Um, who, who work with all their hearts to serve whatever they are called to do. Whether it be a paid employer, whether it's work at home, whether it's at school. And actually that's what God is asking us to do. 
He's not asking us to, to come up with the latest great big breakthrough. He's not asking us uh, to, uh, to convert the world. Okay, that's a separate thing. You know, we, are, we are called to, to, be, uh, to make disciples. But actually, in our workplaces, our primary call is simply to do a good job. And when, when we do that, God is pleased. And God is glorified. And the work is blessed. And, 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 and we, we are doing exactly what we've been made to do. And whether during the day you get an opportunity to, to witness to someone or not, actually, that's not the relevant point. The verse doesn't say, uh, you, know, um, you know, do it with sincerity of heart and make sure you tell someone about Jesus. It doesn't say that. It just says, do it with sincerity of heart. As for God. And you can do that whether you're surrounded by people in your office or whether you're on your own. It doesn't make the difference. And so, God's, uh, Paul's writing here to say, look, actually, this is, this is what glorifies God. This is what brings praise to him. Is your attitude and your, uh, your effort in, in living and working for me. So, just briefly looking at, uh, at uh, what these verses say. The first thing to do is be obedient. Do what you've been asked to do. It's a very simple one. But I'm having been a manager and uh, worked in various uh, places, I know uh, that it's very much a case that some people will, will do what they believe their job role in, in they, it meant, meant them to do, and they won't step outside that. Right. That's right. And they, they, they say, well, that's not, that's not my pay grade. I'm not going to do that. Now, I can understand that. Now, uh, I, I don't want to... Uh, it's, it's a bit tricky, because we have... Uh, we have em- uh, employment laws, very good ones in this country, um, and uh, things that managers are able to ask us to do and shouldn't ask us to do. Um, you know, we shouldn't be asked to do something we are not um, uh, equipped to do or qualified to do. Um, we, should, we should stop that. But actually, when our bosses ask us to do something, um, we should just do it. And we should do it without grumbling or complaining, and we should get... Uh, and we should do it with a, with a glad and sincere heart. And so obedience can be a bit of a tricky one for some of us. Actually, um, and, 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 in, and in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 41, Jesus rejects this and says, if someone forces you to go a mile, go with them two miles. And so Jesus is saying, actually, you know, as Christians, we, we sometimes need to just do that bit extra. Not to gain their approval, but simply because we've been asked to do it. And when we've been asked to do something that's a bit more outside our job role, we just say, okay, I'll do it to our best of ability, and I'll do it as well as I can. And do you know what? It makes a big difference. That's one of the things that, one of the things that uh, speaks to me about my staff, um, the people who work for me. People who are prepared to go the extra mile, even if they don't quite have the same talents or abilities as others, I tell you, I value them so much more than those that are very clever and yet won't do this and I won't do that and I won't do this and I can't do this and I won't bother myself to this. And I'm thinking, you, you're not that useful to me. Actually, he, this guy, yeah, he's not very good at doing it, but he'll put, put his heart into it. I'll tell you what, that is so valuable. And, and that's, a, that's something that I've always tried to do in my own workplace, is, is that if I've, if I've been asked to do something, I will try and do it as best as I can. Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, simply because, you know, I, w- I want to try and to do the best I can. Uh, and, and I think it's, it's important that we uh, have that attitude. 
to be obedient to our. And it's just saying everything uh, in that verse. Uh, the other thing that it talks about is with sincere heart. Um, now, when we talk about sincere, it means that, that we are open, uh, that we're not deceitful, we're not sort of talking about our bosses behind our back. We do it genuinely for the good of, of, the, of the people and the company that we're working for, or for the, for the school, or for our homes, or whatever it might be. And uh, remembering, and this is what the key thing is, actually we're serving God ultimately. And that's important because some of us, I know, have bosses or companies that don't actually treat us as well as they should. We have bosses that are a bit unkind, uh, that are a bit um, unfair. Um, and so when you look at them, you think, well, you know, and, 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 and if, you, if you think, oh, well, you know, you're, you're really unkind to me and you're not being nice to me, I, you, when you look at them, you think it's very difficult to motivate yourself to work well. That's why Jesus said, actually, look at me. Look at how I treat you. Look at my love for you. Look at how I've done. And actually work for me. You know, work first and foremost for me. Some of us, are, I hope many of you have great bosses. Um, but if you don't, that's why the Bible says, look, look at me. And actually, uh, you know, I value what you do. If your boss doesn't, don't worry about that. I value it. I love you. I've, I've won you with a price. Look at me and work for me. And when we do that, it changes our attitude. It changes the way we look. And that is true for, for whatever work you're doing, whether it's for, for schoolwork or, or college work or, or housework, whatever it is. If we have that attitude, actually, I'm doing it for you, Lord. You know, this person hasn't been very nice to me, but I'm doing it for you. Then it will change the way we think and the way we behave. And I think it's so important. But I'm probably saying this is the way we do it. And then he says, because he will reward you. You know, my boss, well, he won't give me a pay rise, he won't do this, he won't do that, he won't give me time off, whatever. But actually, my reward is with Jesus. And he honours what I do. He loves it when I work, because it's a godly activity, and I trust him for the reward. And this is what he promises, the the Bible promises, your reward is with Jesus. And he will honour the work that you put in. And he's able to vindicate you at work. My testimony, again, is, is throughout our, our life, when I've needed a pay rise, generally speaking, I haven't had to ask for it. Now, I'm not saying asking for pay rises isn't right, and there are times when we need to go to our bosses and say, actually, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is. Um, but in my experience, I, I have known, when I've come to a point where, I, where uh, I've needed a, a rise in salary, when my wife gave up work to have children, uh, God has honoured me. Because I've tried to do my best. And at that point, God gave me a promotion and a pay rise uh, to cover the costs. And I never asked for it. And, um, and, and that's happened a number of occasions in my life where I've actually said, I'm just going to work hard. I'm not going to pester my boss because of this, that and the other. Um, also, I've never gone and talked about it. Uh, but generally speaking, uh, when I've trusted God, he has vindicated me and come through and given me what I've needed because that's what he's promised. Mm. And, uh, and to trust him in your workplaces is really important to know that actually he's more sovereign. He's, he oversees your workplace and he can give you that promotion. He can give you that pay rise uh, because 
and, and, and he can change the, your manager's mind. He can do that, and he does that. So it's important to know that we are working for God, we're doing it for him, he loves us, and actually, as we do that, it will change the way we work and the way we think of work. And I believe it will bring glory to God. It will be noticed. It will be noticed, and it will honour God. It will bring him praise. Um, And the Bible talks about that. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That's something that will happen. As they recognise, they're a good worker, aren't they? I don't know why, they just, they just get on and do it. And, and whatever goes on against them, they just keep going. That's praise and glory to God. Because you can, at times, give testimony and say, yeah, well, I'm, I'm a Christian and I, I'm working for Jesus. You may not be able to say that, you may be able to. Just a few other things about work. Firstly, uh, just to, to sort of <coughs> come to an end, uh, the Bible talks about idleness being something to be uh, not part of us. It says uh, in Thessalonians, it says, if anyone's not willing to work, let him not eat. For we hear that among you, uh, some of you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busybodies. Now such persons we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their own work quietly and to earn their own living. But I was quite clear, we are, we are made to work. And we are made to... Um, And therefore, now some of us, uh, this isn't about being unemployed. Uh, that happens from time to time. Uh, we go through a time of unemployment uh, and we're looking for a job. Obviously, God understands that and, uh, and it's right that when we're in that situation, we look for a job and we trust God to provide us with one. Um, but when we choose not to work, that's what God says, actually, you shouldn't do that. We, we mustn't be idle. That's different to resting. God encourages and honours rest. So that's really important as well. Um, And two other things about work. In 1 Timothy 5 verse 8, he says, what work does, it enables us to provide for ourselves, in that verse, but also for others. Uh, Anyone who does not provide for their relatives, and especially for their own household, has denied the faith. So work enables us to do that uh, and to provide for other other people. So work is a, a, a blessed thing. So just to, to summarise then, the purpose of work, well, we go to work because that's what we're made to do. We honour God with our work because that's what he does, and it brings glory to him. The work we do, and this I want to just pray about this in a moment, should bring us satisfaction. Yes. And we should take pride and joy in our work. It's absolutely the right thing to do because God does. It enables pride for others and our family uh, and it provides for ourselves. I just want to say that when I've looked at my career, there have been times when, uh, and I can think of two times, when I've really struggled at work in terms of being able to enjoy it. It's been a real hard, it was a real hard slog. Both of them happened at the start of jobs that I had. One was quite a few years back when I first started work, I really, really didn't enjoy it. I was struggling with it. Um, And then the next time was when I moved jobs back in 2001 and I uh, went to uh, a new new place. And for about a year and a bit, I really, really struggled um, just with the work I was doing. 
there was the, the company I'd gone to was just setting up, and I didn't really have enough work to do, and I, I looked for work, and there wasn't anything to do. And I, I really, really was unhappy. Um, and so, now for me, uh, it was a season. It was a season that I had to go through. Uh, trusting God that actually I'd made the right moves in both cases. And certainly after a while, that happened. Uh, I started to, certainly the first one, and both of them, I started to get more work and I started to really enjoy it. And so, just trying to sort of look for those that are struggling a bit, it may be that God has put you through a season. A season where, actually, you need to just hold on to God and to believe that good times at work are coming. Okay? And, uh, and so my experience is that I had to hang on, I trusted God, and certainly uh, God came through. And uh, my work now, I, I can honestly say that m- most of the time I enjoy and find great satisfaction in what I do. And I haven't changed jobs in that time. Uh, it just was a season I went through. And maybe God is saying to you, if you're struggling at the moment with your job, that it's a season. But I believe God wants, to, wants you to know that, that it's a season that will change because... His blessing for you is for you to find joy and satisfaction in your job. Amen. There may be people here that um, are struggling with their job simply because they, you know, I, I want to be as, as gentle as possible here, but actually you've got a not quite right attitude to your job. You don't appreciate it, you don't like the people you're working with. And maybe God is saying to you, actually, you need to see that actually you're working for me. And actually do it for me. Take your eyes off your co-workers, take your eyes off those around you, take your eyes off your boss, and actually start working for me, because that actually will change, completely change your perception of your work. And maybe you're not enjoying your work, not because it's not good work, it's just the way you look at it is not quite right. And I believe there's one or two people here that actually think, God is telling you, change your attitude to your work, work for me. I'm sorry, God has moved me to say to you, God is choked to speak. I can still speak just. I, he healed me. He healed me, didn't he? Yes. <coughs> what did you want to say? I wanted to say, God told me a lesson how to stroke. I worked in West End for ten years. Yes. It breaks my heart to tear my voice away. I don't want to. I'm a very bad person. You're not a bad person, Dave. God loves you. No, he doesn't, Dave. He doesn't. He loves you. He, he is appreciative of what you've done. That's all right. You're right. Yeah, All I do is there's a cry. That's okay. I went, I went to the do the Brown Requiem. They say Mass the Dead in the Festival Hall last night. It was so wonderful. I cried all the way through it. I can't sing anymore. It was heartbroken. I saw my friends again. Okay, well... This is the Go back to what I was saying, change, uh, and maybe God is saying to you, actually, you need to change your view of how you work and your place of work. 
But maybe, and this may be a part for you, that actually God is saying to you, look, you've, you've stuck it out, you've tried to honour me in that place, it's time for change. Actually, this is for you. This, you, you need to change your job. And that might be true of some people, that you've, you've, you've tried to honour God, you've tried to serve God, uh, and, uh, and you've done the best you can, but you're still not enjoying it. It may simply be, this is the time for you to say, okay, look for something new, I'll provide something new for you. And, uh, and actually, I believe God will do that. God will provide a job. And I think it's having that belief, God wants me to find satisfaction in my job. And, uh, and, uh, and to keep hold of that, because that's what God is like, and he wants that for his children. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So can we stand together this morning? Just want to pray.